You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn Hart, and we're looking back at Wednesday. And uh, we're going to talk crime, and I'll tell you who loves talking about crime... Kate Hawksby. So we're going to let her do that. Uh, Labor's got an economic plan, uh, which is a bit of a, a, a turnaround with their attitude towards India, apparently. Uh, how are the Warriors shaping up uh, ahead of the uh, their first uh, finals game for the Panthers this weekend? And is retail dead? But before any of that, we're going to intervene with these troublesome youths. All of those dead children had siblings. Some of them may have escaped the horror of their reality. The vast majority would have been trapped within the same toxic environment where they would have seen a small child brutally beaten to death. So what skills would the ones who escaped have once they started their own families? If intensive supervision helps turn around lives... And so far, it appears it does. If intensive supervision can take an adrenaline-addicted young person who sees only for the moment, only that they've managed to get more than 300 likes on TikTok or whatever, that's their ultimate aim at the age of 12. If you can help see a kid get beyond that, it is a worthwhile investment. It's not every kid that needs it. It's not every family that needs it. If it's the money, we'll be saving ourselves a fortune in the long run. If it's the realisation of human potential, I truly believe we're going to be that much richer if we give it a go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's annoying that we have to do it, but we have to do it. We have to do it, right? I'm with Kerry. Give it a go. News Talk. Uh, so hopefully the the end result might be less people just walking out of the supermarket with a trolley of stuff without paying. If you don't stop long enough at the exit, you know, long enough to go through a checkout, then it'll automatically lock. The idea being it prevents the thief running out of the store with um, groceries. Uh, what this checkout operator told me, though, during trials of it was that although it is effective at stopping the trolley, it doesn't actually stop the thieves. In fact, it made them more angry because once the trolley's locked up, they realise they can't move it. They get furious, start grabbing items inside the trolley and, you know, running out with armfuls or whatever they can carry. And on top of that, they use some of the groceries as weapons. She'd seen thieves grabbing things like cans or wine bottles and throwing them at staff to deter them from chasing them. So, you know, it all creates a good distraction, but it makes a hell of a mess. She said it's quite scary. They have to do something though, right? Adding new camera technology and trolley technology, though, that's all well and good. But I think they need to be able to do more with their people. Equipment enables security staff, and certainly have more of them, but make them able to actually do something about the thefts. Currently, all they can do is watch them leave with the stolen goods. They can follow them to their car and take a license plate. They can ask them to pay, but they can't physically stop them. They then have to rely on police following all these nuisances up and then rely on the courts to actually do something about it. So you can see why there are so many repeat offenders. It's good foodstuffs trying to fix the problem, but it's $45 million wasted 
if the courts and police don't back up this kind of crackdown. Crime has really become Kay Hawksby's sort of pet topic, isn't it? I, I'm starting to feel that my pet topic, which is bourbon and pizza, is a bit sort of superficial. And I should have gone for something a bit more meaty. I mean, you can have a meat lover's pizza, but... News Talk Z-Bean. Licenses to tell dad jokes, I've got two licenses. Uh, now, Labor uh, has uh, a, a, uh, an economic plan, and a big part of that plan is uh, sending uh, uh, Chris Hipkins off to India to try and get some of that yum-yum free trade. It turns out he was told by officials that he needed to visit India earlier this year, and what did he say? He actually said no, and then he went to China instead. Now, he needed to go to China. But he also needed to go to India, and he didn't. And in the end, what did the business groups do? The business groups themselves organised a trip to India that was led by a business delegation and not a government delegation because the government wasn't the ones doing it. I'm told that it is a bigger deal than we realise that India's big naval ship, the Kolkata, is, was docked in Auckland on Sunday, and Hipkins didn't go to the function on board that ship. Now, either... He was invited. Either that was a massive snub from him because he was invited and didn't go. And I would point out that Australia's Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, has been on board, as has the PNG uh, Prime Minister, both, both in the last three months. Or it was a massive snub from India to not invite him because why would you bother? He hasn't even been to visit the country and doesn't think a free trade deal is important. This entire, and I'll tell you what, this entire economic plan is not an economic plan. It's basically five value statements. It's embarrassing. I think they released the thing today, I would say, because yesterday we saw a survey in which 85% of businesses said that this government doesn't have an economic plan to grow the gov- to grow the country, and then all of a sudden the economic plan comes out. You would think that the government would want to convince those 85% of businesses that they actually do have a plan. You would think the Prime Minister would be giving interviews about this today. He's not. What does that tell you? It tells you that maybe he's just as embarrassed about this plan as I am reading it. I mean, I, I sort of relate. I, I um, don't understand about money and budgets and bills and interest rates and all that sort of stuff, uh, which is one of the main reasons I got married. Uh, I've got a domestic manager who takes care of all that stuff. I just wonder if the, if the Labour government needs somebody like that. I mean, she's not actually available at the moment. She's busy doing a different job. But I mean, if they could make her an offer. News Talk Zepin. Hey, uh, how are the uh, Warriors looking? I hope they're looking better than they did last Friday. Uh, last Saturday afternoon, rather. Uh... If only there was somebody at training who could tell us. We've found Darcy, Darcy Waldegrave. G'day, mate. Yeah, g'day, guys. How are you? Sorry, I got caught um, talking with Tohu Harris. I'm not trying to say that you guys aren't important to me and, you know, I don't feel the love, but quite frankly, it's the captain of the Wars ahead of their first playoff game against Penrith. So, yep, he got ahead. You know, I didn't come all the way out to Mount Smart to talk to no you, No sweat, James mate. Daniels. No sweat. How- is, is he going to be playing this weekend? Because um, there has been a bit of a, an injury cloud there over the last little while. Is he playing this weekend? No, mate, he's good. I asked him about how oh, his good. body is because it's basically being held together by duct tape. And yeah, um, he said, yeah. oh, mate, a lot of this is just by habit. He goes, I, you know, I put the tape on, but I'm fine. He goes, I'm feeling really good. The fact that I didn't have to travel over the weekend was good. We still trained hard every second day. Uh, but he said, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm up. I'm, I'm ready for this at the foot of the mountains over at Penrith. It's, it's going to be epic. Hey, to save me Googling him, is he quite tall? 
Well, is he really compared tall? to me, he is. I'm, I'm, I'm 176 <laughs> centimetres. In the old money, that's dwarf size. That's five foot nine and a bit. So, yeah. yeah. Um, put it this way. When I'm interviewing him, I can see up his nostrils. <laughs> oh, yay. Hey, uh, last thing about the Warriors. Are they, are they flying over there on a private jet? Is that right? Oh, yeah, I believe so. I read that story. Um, I didn't ask about that. I'm not quite sure, but apparently they're getting a, was it a 62-seat jet to get over there? So they don't have to worry about going through um, all the standard flight decorum that you have to go through as a regular punter. And we know how horrible it is standing in airport queues, be you aware or not. But, yeah, I believe that's the case. Uh, don't put money on that from me, but I remember reading an, an article about that yesterday, so I think that's the case. Go over there in luxury. And one more update, by the way, uh, our, our producer in Auckland, Andrew, has been in my ear. He's uh, six foot five, Tohu Harris. And I heard them uh, talking about that on the commentary recently. And I thought, is he really that tall? And uh, that's 195. I'll, um, I'll never forget, I-, I was staying in the same motel as uh, Jonah Lomu once. And I found myself in the uh, hotel reception with him. And he took up most of it. I'll never forget just how extremely large he was. But they're not human beings, these guys. Anyway, let's hope they uh, they put that to good use. Uh, Saturday, 6.05. News Talk. Z-Bean. We're going to finish up here with uh, discussing retail. Uh, it might be one of the last times we discuss it, apparently, because according to Marcus, it's dead. These days you'll try and look for something online, think, oh, well, they've got some stock, they've got some stock, we'll go and have a look, you have a trip to town. It's just, is anyone... Like, uh, sorry, I'm trying to pull my um, despair together. Are other people sharing my feelings that if you need to buy something... By far and away, the easiest way to do it is to go to a website and order it. What is the point of retail? Because more often than not, you go to buy something these days and the retail assistant, there's a customer before you who wants to buy something and it's not there and the retail assistant is, is assisting them on Google Maps to show them where another shop is they can go and buy this stuff. There's no point. The model's broken. It's done its dash. I don't know about the climate implications of couriers. I don't know anything about it. But to order things online and get them delivered by courier seems so much more efficient. And companies that do it well and websites that do it well, jeepers creepers. Boy, oh boy, have they found the magic bullet. Because you order something and it arrives quickly. You think, wow, I'll go there. I'll use them time and time and time and time again. It's the key to everything is online. Bricks and mortar retail, it really worries me because I know a lot of people are kind of committed to it, a lot of people working in it, but it's a dud. The only thing it's useful for if you've got to buy clothes, you've got to try them on. That would be the only thing. And even then, if they could just work out this whole size disparity, then you wouldn't have to try things on so much. Like... Even shoes. Why are there like at least three, if not four, different ways of sizing shoes? And the and then they're not the same size anyway. You still gotta try them on. And you can be as much as a size out sometimes, can't you?
Yeah, oh, I didn't think I was a 10, I thought it was a 9. Okay, I'm a 10 in these, but in these ones I'm a 9. But that shouldn't happen. Come on, you know, clothing and apparel manufacturers. Sort that out and then we can get rid of this bricks and mortar thing once and for all. Is it just bricks and mortar? What about, um, you know, concrete? You know, tilt slab? Shops. What about shops made of straw? I don't know, I've delved into a three little pig scenario there. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm Glenn, that has been News Talk ZB. Uh, we'll be back with more uh, probing questions tomorrow. See you then. News Talk, News Talk. ZB. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.